This is the king of old school, Steve Carino. And when I want to listen to a great wrestling podcast, well, I'll listen to my own. But if I really want to listen to a great wrestling podcast, I listen to ROH Cast right here on ROHworld.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 19 of ROH Cast. My name's Harry. I'm the web designer and co owner of ROHworld.com. Once again, I'm here with Stephen, the other co-owner and the editor of the website. Hi, everyone. Uh, unfortunately, John couldn't join us this week as he's uh, unfortunately busy today, but I'm sure he'll be back with us uh, next week as usual. Uh, this week, we're going to take a look at the January 28th TV show. We're going to talk about the latest news and wrap up with some listener topics. It would help if I had the results ready, wouldn't it, to talk about? <laughs> okay, here we go. This week's show began with Tommaso Ciampa taking on TJ Perkins. Uh, we had a promo before with uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Embassy Limited talking about how TJ Perkins was undefeated on TV. Is, is that correct, Stephen? Because I swear that's wrong. Yeah, I think technically he's, he's undefeated on TV tapings because he, he lost to Jay Lethal, but it was the road race thing, wasn't it? It was from oh, yeah. Southern Defiance. It was a proven grand match. So I suppose technically he's undefeated on TV tapings, but with what I, two appearances or something? I think so yeah but Champa was like oh TJP's going around saying he's undefeated but I've never heard him say that so I think it must just be Champa who's spreading lies about TJP there I know. but uh, I thought the match itself was quite good um, TJP got quite a lot of offence in and then it sort of turned the tables when Nana sort of grabbed the foot to interfere uh, what, what do you think of this match? yeah I was with you with that one I think it was He's pretty good. I think TJP. I think the reason they sort of use him to, you know, use against the guys like Bennett and um, Elgin and Champa, maybe the guys who are, are maybe the the best technically. I think they use him just because he he makes the, his opponent look look great. I mean, I think yeah, you know, he's done that with every every match he's had so far since he's you know signed a contract. I think he hasn't had a bad match. You know, final battle his match against Elgin was probably his second best. Uh, match of the night and it was the opening one as well so um, yeah. yeah I really enjoyed it uh, I, I, I'm, I'm warming towards Champ but I was kind of sort of 50-50 on him when he, when he first came in and he, he just didn't seem to be getting any better but I think the last couple of months he's really sort of um, stepped up his game and mm. this whole sort of Embassy Limited thing is, is quite interesting as well to sort of see where that goes yeah definitely um, I also forgot, before, uh, before the show began, they showed uh, quite a good recap of uh, Kevin Steen at Final Battle doing the package par drivers to basically everyone. Uh, what, what did you think of that sort of package that opened the show? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I suppose Ring of Honor haven't really got a, a great reputation for sort of production values and like, video packages, but I think since the TV show started, they've, they've produced some really good ones. I remember, mm. was it the one to sort of... Um, Summarise Steen's sort of the entire feud, yeah, yeah, with Generica. I remember that one being really good. So, um, yeah, stuff the, the show like that was pretty good, and I like the way they're sort of putting you know that much emphasis on on Steen because um, yeah, I, I like the build they've done for his uh, yeah, they're really hyping week. up yeah, really hyping up his sort of debut and broadcast television because mm. you know everyone knows that he's you know one of the, probably the most over guy in the company at the moment. So it's only right that he should have that much um, sort of build. Yeah, and Cornette was sort of putting uh, building up as well his return next week when he was on commentary in the main event. So yeah, I, yeah, I was liking how they were sort of building up to him showing up and the chaos that he's going to cause. Yeah. 
Uh, we then had a promo by Grizzly Redwood uh, making his sort of debut on the TV show where he sort of talked about the um, troubles he had growing up, which I didn't actually honestly know know about at all. Um, and then he was supposed to take on Devin Storm, but then Tommaso, Ch- oh, Tommaso Ciampa, <laughs> Truth Martini come out with uh, the House of Truth to Willy Wonka chants, which I thought <laughs> <laughs> which was brilliant. Um, and basically he said to Devin Storm he could either take, was it $500? I think or, so, yeah. Or, you know, piss Michael Elgin off, which, to be honest, he didn't need to offer him any money if it was either no. leave or just get beaten up by Elgin. So, basically, he paid Devon Storm to give up his spot in the match to Elgin so Elgin could face um, Redwood instead. Um, Martini was also on, also on commentary for this one, and McGuinness used a few uh, rhyming slangs to uh, insult him. I think he called him a Helen Hunt, which I'm not going to say what that <laughs> is. And he said he was, oh, what was the other one? He said something, another term. I think he said wanker. you need to shut your north and south. And sort he of said well. he was another term for wanker as well. He, he was basically just using any way he could to offend Martini without getting bleeped. And like Kevin Kelly just sort of sits there, he hasn't got a clue what Nigel's on about, has he? Sometimes <laughs> he's just like, yeah. yeah. I don't think anyone does really, but knows what he's saying at times. But no. <laughs> um, Redwood actually got a lot more offense than, the, than you'd uh, sort of think on paper, but you know it was a squash match overall, and I sort of quite enjoyed this. You know how it put over his story at the start, and it got a lot of heat on Martini because he was like, I, I can't remember the quote exactly, but it was something like, "When Elgin's done with you, you're gonna wish you died at childbirth or something <laughs> like." It was yeah, I think so, yeah. sick like that, and you know what did you think of this one? Yeah, I mean, I know I've, I've seen people say. You know, Grizzly got too much offense in, and I can sort of see where they're coming from. But mm. I, it sort of it made sense because obviously, you know, with the the promo beforehand, and it really sort of put over Grizzly as, you know, a fighter and some, maybe someone who doesn't win that many matches, but someone who always sort of puts his heart and soul into it. And I thought it just made sense to have him, you know, at least get some, you know, sort of uh, offense in, at least, you know, show him as, you know, as a fighter, as they sort of said before the match, and. Mm. You know, I think Kevin Kelly went a bit over the top some, uh, at times on commentary with his sort of backing of Grizzly Redford, to be honest. Yeah, but, yeah, I know. But, um, yeah, I mean, Truth Martini was, was awesome as always. And as you say, I, some of the stuff he said was was quite offensive. So I think, <laughs> you know, the, the really, I don't think he needs any help getting over, you know, as a heel because I think he's done, done brilliantly recently. And um, I like, yeah, so I liked his commentary. I liked... I like it when they sort of get a third man on commentary. I think it just adds a bit to uh, to it. I like the you know Cornet mm. was on during the mid main event as well, wasn't he? So yeah. Um, but, but yeah, overall, I mean, as you say, it was it was basically an extended squash match. But um, Grizzly has this sort of quality about him that even when he's getting beat up, it it just it's really entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's why he just sort of jobs to everyone just because he's just he look. He makes getting beat up look really, really fun and entertaining. So <laughs> I suppose that's what he's there for, really. And um, yeah, I mean, I liked it. I, I sort of liked the the little comeback he had, and the truth was going sort of crazy on commentary, and then mm. out of nowhere, he just Elgin just sort of destroyed him. So um, <laughs> yeah, I quite like. It. I'm not, I'm not really sure why they're using Devon Storm because I mean, I don't know if you're a WCW fan growing no, up. I don't no, know no, not really. He was, he was a guy called Crowbar in WCW, and he was awful then. <laughs> he was, I don't think, I can't remember whatever he made, yeah, ever winning a match. And, um, yeah, that, I think they used him on one of the HD net shows towards the end against Christopher Daniels. Hmm. And, um, yeah, they're just, I, I don't, I'm not really sure why a guy like him is getting 
that shot. I mean, I know he didn't wrestle, but I think he did wrestle at some stage at the taping. Spoilers. <laughs> you ruined the say, show for everyone. I'm not going to say if he wins or loses, but uh, he does wrestle in the match at some some stage. I'm not going to say if he wins or loses because I can't actually remember. But <laughs> neither can I now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure what that you know he's he's actually featuring, but I suppose he didn't wrestle this time. So, um, but and as you said, I don't I don't think he should be offering you know Truth shouldn't be offering him money to sort of get out of the ring. He should have just said you know as you say piss Michael Elgin off or. We'll get out. Yeah, get, get out, out of it. Yeah, get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we then had a promo by Kevin Steen, and they also showed uh, highlights of his match with Carino. Um, they showed a lot more than I thought they would actually. I mean, you think they'd want to not show all of it, make some people buy the DVD. But uh, anyway, Steen said, you know, he's showing up next week, and uh, he says that the show lacks unpredictability at the moment, and that's something he's going to bring. He also said that he's going to take the world title off Davy at some point, which I'm sure. Uh, Jim Cornette won't be happy with and uh, Cornette responded in a separate promo saying that Steen's a psychopath he says he has a message for Kevin Steen next week which I think I know what that is but I'm not going to spoil it uh, we then got to this week's Inside ROH um, possibly the strangest Inside ROH we've ever had it's uh, probably almost as strange as the, was it the Camp Strong thing they did Yeah, that was, that was pretty yeah. weird but yeah this was this was bad wasn't it <laughs> Can we get onto the first bit last? That's confusing, <laughs> but it's going <laughs> to. We'll go back to that first segment. But um, the second segment was Mike Bennett talking about his title shot next week, next week against Jay Lethal, which will be a no time limit match. So obviously, Ring of Honor have listened to all the complaints about time limit draws, and uh, his match for the TV title won't be a time limit. So we'll, um, we'll see what happens next week with that. Uh, Haas and Benjamin also did a promo saying that. Uh, they're having to start from the ground up, and I think they've got a match with the Bravados. I think they were quite offended by that. And they also said they've got a message next week, so we'll find out what that is as well. Um, what did you think, you know, Haas and Benjamin, sort of the heel promos they've done the past couple of weeks? I think they've been much better than the, the promos we saw sort of before Final Battle when they were sort of facing uh, the Briscoes. I think, mm. they just seemed that, I think they just come over a lot better as, as heels. They, yeah. I mean, I know they've been getting lots of negative uh, sort of uh, reaction from the crowd anyway, so they might as well embrace that by, you know, turning the heel. And I think it just it just makes sense with them, you know, being you know coming from WWE and them just basically saying, you know, that they're better than everyone else. It just mm. it just makes sense for them to be sort of heels anyway. So, um, but they they both they both come across a lot better, I think, since since their final battle. Yeah, I definitely. I'm looking forward to see what the. I think it'll be their first appearance actually in the arena, so to speak, next week. So I'm looking forward to seeing that, how the crowd react to them as well. Um, we also had Kevin Kelly announce the Young Bucks will take on the Briscoes for the tag titles at the 10th anniversary, which we'll talk about a bit more in our um, new segment later on. Um, but back to the first segment of Inside ROH. Um, it's sort of hard to explain almost. It was Eddie Edwards talking about the sort of bad vibes he's been getting from Kyle O'Reilly. O'Reilly said, you know, he had a problem with how Edwards acted as champion and that then Edwards said O'Reilly has no loyalty to his partner Adam Cole. Um, O'Reilly said he doesn't care about anyone's opinion apart from Davies. Um, It was just awful. Yeah, it really really was. (laughs) I mean, it was like something you'd watch on WWE. It was just it was almost comical levels of of awfulness. It was just 
it, I, I, I was just sitting watching it and just I just I couldn't actually believe what I was seeing. It was ridiculous. I mean, we talked about the Dan Seven angle, how they're sort of clutching at straws trying to make a sort of plot or story out of it, and with you know with David being angry that he went behind his back. But this seems even more randomly thrown together as a feud. I mean, I mean for for a company that's basically promoting wrestling as a sport and considering you know you've got eddie edwards o'reilly and richards are probably the three guys that are probably most heavily influenced by mma and and basically the two of them are just sitting there going just bitching about each other and it's just the way they kept going back and forth to each one and Oh, and the storyline—it just reminds you of something you see on a playground when little kids yeah, sort of fell out or something. It's like uh, it was so strange, and it's a—I'm interested to see where it goes. I mean, I'm sure it will lead to a good match, but I mean, I'd... yeah, I mean, I suppose that the actual rivalry makes sense with you know Eddie and Davies the American Wars, and now he sort of replaced it. Well, he hasn't replaced him because they sort of just split anyway. But O'Reilly's come and taken his spot, but it's just the way. Both of them were just. O'Reilly, um, O'Reilly came came across really sort of obsessed about Davy and a sort of yeah, he came across like a crazy stalker, didn't he? I don't know if that was intentional, but he looked he was very strange. And I, I was just thinking while watching it, like O'Reilly's a douchebag. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we're supposed to be thinking that about him, but that's the sort of impression I got with the way he was acting in that promo. The stuff I mean, he was saying was just sort but, of. Yeah, he just as you say, he just comes across as really, really whiny and. Mm. Uh, I, I just don't see where they're going with it, to be honest. Um, there's much better ways they could have, you know, come up with a reason for O'Reilly and uh, Edwards to sort of have a feud, so to speak. Well, they, I mean, they had it where I can't remember what event it was, but it was Future Shock against the Wolves, and I think Edwards made uh, O'Reilly tap out with with an Achilles lock, and he wouldn't wouldn't let it go. I mean, even just something like that, and just mm. even O'Reilly could just say like, "Oh, you're jealous now that I'm with." With Davy, but the way they're just going on, still going on about his final battle thing with Dan Seven, you know, the whole thing basically evolved around Eddie not asking Davy for permission to train with Dan Seven. When it's it's all back to that, isn't it? Yeah. Davy Richards has had like he's no affiliation with Dan Seven whatsoever. He doesn't own Dan Seven. He's not his agent. He's you know, what? it was just it's just none of it makes any sense. And for you know for a company that's supposed to be like all wrestling to sport and stuff, it. It it doesn't doesn't fit in, and I'm not sure who sort of came up with this idea because I'd, I'd I'd like to ask them why what they, what were they thinking when they come up with it. Yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see what um, John thinks of this angle and see what people on the forum as well have to say about it. I'll have to have a look. Uh, we then got to the main event of the evening, which was Team Ambition, Davy Richards and Kyle O'Reilly versus Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. Um, Jim Cornett also joined as a guest commentator. Um, he was obviously commentating on the match and putting over Steen's sort of de- uh, return to the TV show next week. Um, I thought this match was really, really good because um, I remember last week on the show I said on paper I wasn't really looking forward to this, but I really enjoyed it overall and. Um, Coleman and Alexander actually sort of impressed me, and I think this was perhaps one of the best best sort of showings to date. I mean, what did you think of this? Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I mean, while I'm not a fan of sort of the storyline surrounding Team Ambition or whatever, and Team Richards and Eddie Edwards, it, they, they show that they can still just you know deliver in the ring, which is mm. why it's still you know even more annoying that they're putting them in sh- these stupid angles where they should just you know just let them wrestle and let that, mm. let that be it. But <laughs> Um, 
yeah, I mean, I th- you know, it, it really sort of showed off CNC. I think they really came across really well. Um, you know, that they got in some really innovative sort of double team moves. And mm. they, they, I think they've really come across as a team now. I think, you know, when they first joined ROH, they were still sort of just two guys put together. and Getting buried yeah. on commentary as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that didn't help. But, um, oh, yeah, I really enjoyed this match. It just, I mean, even though I think it lasted about like nine, ten minutes and it seemed just to fly by. I mean, there was there didn't seem to be any sort of um, lulls in the action. It was just sort of mm. fast paced the whole way through, and yeah, it was just uh, it was just really good. Yeah, I'm definitely impressed. And uh, hoping that you know CNC can have more sort of showings like that because I hadn't really been impressed with them, you know, prior to this. But they really showed something in this uh, main event this week. Yeah, I think they they definitely show that they can sort of hang with the you know a team such as you know. Um, Richards and O'Reilly and mm. I just sort of hope that they can start putting you know these sort of performances in regularly because while they might not be sort of the strongest character wise I think if they just keep on putting you know the good matches in I think they'll they'll be able to get themselves over the crowd you know well enough without having to sort of have sort of you know strong characters or whatever so um I mean I know they've been they've been they, you know they've had quite a few big matches already sort of the, the Briscoes and Hart and Benjamin but yeah um I think this is probably as you say, their best match today, and um, hopefully they they can build from this and uh, sort of going into the two well the three eye pay views in March, they can really sort of uh, stamp their uh, mark on the uh, tag division. Mm. Um, after the match as well, Eddie Edwards came out and uh, sort of a slight hint of sarcasm, but he applauded Richards and uh, O'Reilly. And now, was it me or was this strangely edited? Because I swear the sound suddenly changed and he appeared clapping and then there was another cut and they were like celebrating the win and Eddie Edwards had just disappeared. Like, yeah, did it, it was, come across weird, choppily edited? Like, yeah, because I mean, I I just thought that the like the the video was wrong or something because I watched it on the the website, but as you, it just seemed really weird. He just appeared out of nowhere, <laughs> and then as as you say, it sort of it looked like it just been like cut like badly cut and then it, yeah. it just zoomed out and he'd gone and yeah. that was it <laughs> i also noticed jim Cornette was running off out of the entrance curtain as well <laughs> um when the cut happened so it was very strange i don't know if there was some sort of botch i mean i don't know how you can botch clapping but <laughs> who knows what happened that they had to cut it in that strange fashion maybe it was time restrictions but yeah um, maybe. anyway that wraps up the uh january 28th uh, tv show i mean overall i, I thought this was a pretty decent show so uh and uh, last week's was as well, so it's a good sort of start to um, 2012 with the new footage from Baltimore. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one. Um, mm. All three matches were, were pretty good. I mean, I'd, you know, for, for an hour, well, about 50, 50 minute uh, program to get three great matches is yeah. quite something. And even you know, even the, the video packages and the uh, sort of announcements inside ROH thing, everything's you know, everything actually, uh, you know, actually sort of did something and it made sense everything so mm. uh, yeah it was quite enjoyable to watch and uh, good build hey. for next week as well because you know they announced the tv title match they announced steam's coming back um harson benjamin sort of announcement and possible match i'm not sure if that was confirmed for next week but yeah i thought it was a it was good and good tie into next week as well mm, i think that's probably the only thing they've sort of maybe struggled on a bit uh since you know tv show started maybe just having something to hook in the sort of viewers next week and mm. but uh, obviously you know they've done well with the hyping up of steen so hopefully they can uh they can put on a r- really good show next week to sort of uh maybe draw in some new fans 
Yeah, and uh, well, that wraps up the TV show. So now going to uh, move on to this week's news. And uh, being as newsman John isn't here, I'll have to uh, take over that position. And that means I also get the cheesy intro music. <laughs> I don't think John will be happy with me using that, but uh, no, no, he must. Be. He'll claim copyright or something. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, there's not been that much news the past week. There's been a few matches announced here and there, but um, anyway, I'll, I'll just quickly go through what has been announced um, for the Baltimore TV taping uh, this Saturday, February fourth. We've got Michael Elgin versus Kyle O'Reilly, T.J. Perkins versus Mike Bennett, and the Young Bucks versus Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. Those have been announced in in addition to the uh, previously announced title match between Davy Richards and uh, Jay Lethal. Anything you'd like to sort of comment on those TV matches? Um, I'm not sure. Not, not much we can say really at this point. No, I mean, we haven't seen the um, the initial sort of Richards against uh, Lethal match, but I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this one. It should be uh, yeah, both guys are, are good in the ring, so it sh- should be quite an interesting one to see. Um, I hope TJP beats Bennett. That's my uh, input on these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure where they're going to go with Bennett because he just seems to have. He's in limbo now, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know where they're, where they're going to go with him. Um, TJP really needs to start winning matches. Um, you know, there's a, you can only get so far with putting on good, you know, good uh, performances in in defeat. So mm. hopefully he'll start sort of getting a few wins under his belt. Elgin O'Reilly should be really good. Um, I'm expecting that, uh, O'Reilly to go over in that one because. I think um, Algin's just got so much behind him that he can probably afford to lose a couple of matches, and they seem to be really building up O'Reilly in that one. So, um, mm. and yeah, the Young Bucks and CNC. That again, as we said, hopefully CNC can continue their sort of good form, and uh, the Bucks with their you know the tag team title shot coming up soon, they'll be they'll be wanting to sort of impress as well. So that that that, that should be a good one as well. Um, so yeah, mm. all four matches are have got the potential to be really good. Yeah, so uh, that's the second uh, Baltimore taping in a row now, isn't it? So I think, you know, the arena is definitely better than the old one, so I'm sort of glad they're going to the same place again. Yeah, I'm, I'm really liking the arena, actually. And then it's, it's no surprise that they've uh, decided to do another one there as well. So, um, mm. yeah, and I believe um, you have a uh, ROH World exclusive for us. We do. As we understand that Ring of Honor have scheduled uh, a third TV taping for, for Baltimore. That will be on... March the third, Saturday, March the third. Yeah. Um, that'll be in Baltimore again. As we said, you know, the arena looks good, and obviously with it being the home of SBG as well, I suppose that's that's a plus. So, um, mm. yeah, obviously, obviously Ring of Honor, you know, the officials must like it for to schedule a third one there. Yeah, hopefully it'll get you know keep drawing the crowds. You know, having two shows in a month. Yeah, the crowd, the crowds do look good actually. They mm. they were really. Uh, you know the atmosphere is sounding great for the the latest uh, TV show. So um, as you say, if the everything's good, the, it looks good, it sounds good. So uh, yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah, why not go back there a third time? But a um, bit strange having a TV tape in the day before the um, 10th anniversary pay per view. But um, yeah, it's a strange one. I just I just hope that you know a couple of guys don't get injured on that Friday night or. Mm. Uh, you Especially know. You know, you know the possibility of having two matches and all the promos and stuff, and you can't get injured doing a promo. But <laughs> it'll still be a long day for a lot of the I'm guys. I'm sure it's happened before, some somewhere. Yeah, some somehow. Yeah. 
the next sort of match that's been announced is for Cincinnati on February 17th. We will have Eddie Edwards taking on Roderick Strong in a no-holds-barred match. Um, I believe this was originally supposed to take place in Norfolk, or is it the homecoming? Uh, homecoming, I believe. Yeah, it? yeah, okay, yeah. But Eddie Edwards had to pull out of that event due to a uh, staff infection. But um, I'm sure this is going to be fantastic, and it's good that they've um, rescheduled it. Bit disappointing that you know it won't be on the eye pay per view for us to see. But um, yeah, still, uh, still should be a good match. Yeah, hopefully that will be sort of the end of their sort of series of matches because I think they've had quite a few over the last uh, sort of five months or so, and I think Strong will be will probably benefit more from winning that one. So hopefully mm-hmm. yeah. he's sort of... Because, um, you know, he hasn't had a title shot for quite a while now. So I wouldn't be against them throwing him in with, uh, with Davis at some point. Because, um, you know, them two have had great matches in the past. So, uh, yeah, I think it, it, it makes sense to have Strong uh, win that one. And it should be a really good one. Uh, also, just come in on the uh, Skype chat here with Stephen. Huge news. But also regarding Cincinnati, uh, Mike Mondo has been scheduled to appear at that show. Any sort of comments on that groundbreaking announcement, Stephen? <laughs> no, not much really. I mean, it seems that they're going to start using Mondo more more frequently. I, I think he's just going to be sort of he'll probably maybe lose to someone like Champ or something just to yeah sort of. Uh, but he's still okay on the on the TV show, and uh, so I, I'm, yeah, I'm not too against uh, against that happening, really. Uh, the other, the final match that's been announced this past week is for the 10th anniversary iPay-Per-View on March 4th. The Briscoes will be defending the tag titles against the Young Bucks after they earned the title shot at Final Battle. Um, this match should be fantastic, and I'm glad that it is on the um, March 4th, you know, 10th anniversary iPay-Per-View. But um, the fact that they're getting their title shot here leads me to think, this is just a complete guess, but uh, I predict Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team will get the title shot at Showdown in the Sun. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean that's that's probably going to happen. I mean they haven't had the the rematch yet, and um, they I think they're going to just be wrestling maybe some random teams, you know, in the next sort of few events. World Greatest Tag Team because I mean that's sort of that's where they're going with them now. They're just going to face anyone and sort mm. of just go crazy, and um, I think they'll probably just force themselves a, a, a rematch. Um, and yeah, that's. I'd, I'd definitely look forward to that match more than I, I did at the one at Final Battle because I think the roles reverse with them and the Briscoes. I think that would work a, a lot better. So yeah, oh yeah, I wouldn't be against that happening to be honest. Um, yeah, wrestling's great. team just seem a bit fresher since the heel turn. Um, mm. So yeah, I mean, as you say, I, I'd probably expect that to happen. Actually, um, I'm not sure if they'll defend the belts on the other night as well. I'm, I'm not sure about that, but yeah, I'll have to uh, wait and see. Check out rhworld.com. Cheap plug. <laughs> I'm sure they go on there anyway if they listen to this. Yeah, so that's a good point, actually. <laughs> uh, also announced is uh, Ring of Honor are returning to Canada on May 12th. They'll be in Toronto. So that's uh, great news for all the fans in Toronto. Hopefully they'll come to England as well um, at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Canadian crowds are normally quite good. I mean, yeah. there's been some. Uh... They, did, um, they did another show last year in Toronto. I can't. Was it RH Revolution Canada? Something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, the next bit of news is that Justin actually, uh, Ring of Honor have announced a special two-disc DVD set called Kevin Steen Ascension to the Top. Now that sounds fantastic, but obviously we'll have to wait and see what the matches are and hopefully um, we'll have a review on the website when it is released. But um, I doubt it can top the cover of the Wrestling's <laughs> Greatest Tag Team DVD, but 
Um, I'm sure it'll be great, and I'm glad they decided to release that. Yeah, I mean, I think there's quite a few that they can release now. I mean, I, I'd definitely like to see an Al Generico one as well. And mm. Hopefully that will come out before um, Wrestling Great Tag Team uh, Volume 2. Volume 2 and 3. <laughs> I don't think they can ever top that cover, so there's no point for Volume 2. I think it'll just be the same cover every time. <laughs> why, why change a, a winning formula? That's true, yeah. If it ain't broke, don't don't fix it. So, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the last bit of news, just a couple of tidbits regarding the website. Um, John, who isn't here today, but um, he did a ROH versus Shikara um, article for the site. He basically listed his top five interpromotional matches that he'd like to see at the ROH um, and Shikara Synergy events. Is that March it takes place or April? Uh, I believe it's April 28th uh, in Shikara. There we go. Um, he listed, you know, his five matches uh, that he'd like to see with uh, Ring of Honor versus Shikara roster members. So um, be sure to check that out. And the final uh, little tidbit is that I've um, just updated uh, the official site of TJ Perkins with some new graphics and buttons. So uh, be sure to check the website out. That's tjp.rohworld.com. And that wraps up uh, all the news for this week. So we're now going to move on to listener topics. Uh, you can send these in any time during the week. Uh, go on our forum, rohworld.com slash forum. Uh, tweet us uh, at roh underscore world. We've got a Facebook page, facebook.com slash rohworld. And you can also email email us, contact at rohworld.com. If, if if you can't contact us, there's so many ways there. I mean, carrier pigeon, I mean, I don't know what else you could do, to be honest. But um, anyway, moving on to our uh, listener topics from this week. <laughs> I almost got the wrong sound there, but there we go. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, the, f- the first one um, sent in on our Facebook. This is from Alex in Greece. He says, do you think that ROH have to create another title for mid-carders like the TV title? Um, initially, initially, I'd say no. Yeah. I just, it, I just don't think there's, an, there's not enough time. You know, no, not enough time on the TV show. There aren't enough guys on the roster to have. Mm. You know, that, I mean, I think they did fine to be honest with just the world title, but uh, I, you know, I have enjoyed the TV title since it was introduced, and yeah, it, it gives the sort of mid card guys something to um, to go for. And Add, yeah. adding any more titles would just water down the value of each one. Like, well, I mean, just, I mean, you look at someone like you know, TNA, they had the well, they got the you know, the X Division and the TV title, women's TV. tag, women's title. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean. I think you know RH has always stressed how important the titles are, and mm. you know while introducing another one might not sort of devalue them. I think it just it would just create sort of I don't know create problems. I think and too it much just... going on. They, they really don't. They, they lose focus. They need. To, I think they just need to build on the ones they've got. The three. Yeah. Um, and this is another one from Alex. He said also is RH making a huge mistake by not bringing back Eddie Kingston. Um, th- Kingston's a sort of He's another guy that's similar to sort of Sammy Callahan, and you know since he's left Ring of Honor, I've I've heard really good things about him. Like he's been in Chikara and CW, but from he's running Ring of Honor, I just I was never really impressed with him. I just thought his mm. matches were just a bit a bit slow. And I know he had a feud with Chris Hero, and he he struggled in that one really, and there wasn't really that many uh, memorable matches. And I don't know, I just he's as I think people on the forum have been debating about him actually, and. You know, some people have been saying that, you know, what does he bring that no one else has, you know, no one already has. Mm. And I don't think he does bring anything, to be honest. And 
Uh, I think people have said that they'd like to see him against Steen because you know they're, they're both kind of similar guys, and um, I suppose in that aspect he wouldn't bring anything different. And personally, I'd much prefer to you know see, see Steen than Eddie Kingston. So personally, I'd say no. I don't think they have made a huge mistake to be honest. But um, mm. yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against him give you know given another chance. But I can't see that happening uh, anytime soon to be honest. Uh, next one on Facebook, this is from Macklin. He said, since Shikara is more comedy-based, do you think fans have a hard time taking their invasion seriously? Is it really an invasion? Yeah, it's a confusing it. situation. It's sort of like a partnership just for that weekend, isn't it? Or just for that day, rather. It's, not, yeah, I it's, think, it's nothing I, that's going to continue, is it? I don't know. It doesn't seem that way. I can't see it. It's not really an invasion because... I mean, it's only happened, you know, it's just happened at that one event, and that was just because of, you know, the Shikara guys being in a match. And hmm. I think that was just the literally build up for the uh, yeah, yeah, shows and the title shot. It's not as if the Shikara guys actually sort of, you know, attacked anyone or hmm. got involved or anything. So, um, I mean, yeah, I'm, it's hard to know what it's called, you know, what to call it. I mean, I'd call it like a partnership or something because, yeah, uh, you know, people. People have been saying, like, is it going to be a long-term thing, or is it just for this weekend? You know, the weekend in um, April. And I, I'm not really sure. I mean, you look at Shikara's website and its, and it's Twitter, and it, literally they haven't mentioned it at all. They haven't even referenced ah, to it. And it's just a yeah, Ring of Honor thing. Then obviously. so yeah, I mean, it's, I think I, I don't know why Ring of Honor sort of feel the need to sort of have to. Uh, partner with themselves with Shikara to be honest well, so, I think it just provides some fresh matches I think that's yeah I mean thing. but the thing with I mean with the Shikara obviously the, the event's going to be um, in the afternoon and the Ring of Honor one's going to be in the evening so I'm not sure how many sort of inter-promotional matches we're going to see because oh okay obviously they'll be wrestling in the afternoon so I'd, I'm not sure they're going to be wrestling on both shows so yeah. I don't know if it'll just be the, the tag title match and maybe you know maybe some Shikara guys will get involved and because I and on, I think it was on the Ring of Honor Facebook page, they were sort of asking, you know, what sort of Shikara versus RH matchups would you want to see? Well, they can just sort... check out John's article if they want to yeah. know that. <laughs> <laughs> and that sort of makes you think maybe they are, you know, maybe they're thinking of having something a bit for, you know, longer. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's it's a weird one. I mean, I, I can't ever see um, being another Ring of Honor against CGW feud because I think that just worked really well because, you know, I think fans of both companies were so different on their sort of, thoughts of what wrestling should be i think it just worked completely mm. but um i think yeah i think this one's a bit uh, a bit different because as mackin says i don't think people would react the same to sort of you know shikaro invasion with uh sort of their you know more comedy based i mean when you see like if you see three ants running in and attacking guys <laughs> i'm not sure the fans would get that's the yeah, point as much as um you know some you know three cw guys mm. uh Right, the next one is from Twitter. He's uh, this is from Graham. He says, "Anywhere close to a TV deal in the UK?" As far as we know, they're they're not. Um, I mean, I think they're they're still working hard to get it out as, to as many sort of markets in America. I think that's mm. their initial focus, and you can't really blame them for that. But um, uh, I mean, I heard quite early into the, I think it was even before the, the show aired that they'd signed. A deal with sort of an international distribution company for the rights. So that's gone uh, nowhere. <laughs> no, I mean I guess it's up to them to sort of 
you know, organise it. I mean, I'm not sure. It's not even in Canada, is it, the, the TV I show? I don't think so. Yeah, that would be a priority first, wouldn't it, above Canada, Europe? Yeah, I mean, obviously Canada with the, um, you know, the TV, they do events, obviously, they're going to have one uh, soon in Toronto. So mm. I think, yeah, Europe would probably be the, the last uh, sort of um, last priority at the moment. But per- Personally, I don't really care about it not being on TV because, you know, we get to watch it on the Monday anyway. I mean, normally I don't have time to watch it, you know, on the Monday itself. I mean, we're recording this on the Thursday and I just watched it early today with my lunch, but... I mean, I'm not in. I'm not too fussed about it being on TV. You know, on the, the internet version is fine. There's no adverts. I mean, I don't see a problem with it personally. I know. No, I, I know it would obviously, you know, expand the viewership and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it would expand it that much to be honest. Because I mean, I, I should imagine it'd probably be like on about one, you know, twelve one a.m. and mm. I don't, you know, people. Some people might like randomly come across it. But um, yeah, as, as you say, it doesn't really make much difference to me whether it's on. Uh, UK TV or not because you know I'm going to watch it either way and mm. as you say it's, I much prefer to have something to you know I can go on the internet and just watch it that way because it just you know gives you a more freedom to watch yeah, it whenever pause it yeah. and stuff and whatever yeah cause, so um, yeah I'm not really fussed that way that way um, I think people some people are still confused as to whether they can actually watch it I mean if if you can't get it on your local station or on whatever you know, you can watch it on the Ring of Honor website for free, completely free. You don't have to... You know, I think what's confusing a lot of people is you have to actually register as a member to yeah, be able to watch it as, as the free member. I think they should have just made it, you know, anyone can watch it without logging in on the Thursday. You know, log in yeah, and get I, ringside membership to watch it on Monday. I, I don't understand that because... I'm guessing I mean, they just want the emails to send you promotional stuff. Ring of Honor don't want... I mean, sorry, people... Um, aren't going to buy, you know, a ringside membership just, just because they can see the TV show. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And you say that, that the whole signing up thing, even though it's free, just, I think it just puts people off because especially people who've never seen Ring on before, I think, oh, I'll give it a go. And you go, well, you go here, we have to do is sign up. And they're like, oh. And it's, it's yeah. not, you know, completely obvious that, you know, it is free to sign up because they, they are heavily pushing the ringside membership in it. The free membership is a smaller option, not as sort of like distinct and doesn't stand out as much. Uh, yeah. I think I think they just need to sort of lower the barrier to entry, so to speak, to actually watch the TV show. Just make it as simple as they possibly can. They should just be a big button on the website, on the homepage, watch the latest TV show, which I think there is. You might have to go to the TV option and watch now, but just one button, no login. It just plays the video, simple. And then, yeah, you know... I, I mean, Ringrunner surely don't get anything from someone being a, a Ringrunner member. That's you say, the only thing that they get is an extra email to put on their newsletter list. But Do you mean free member, not Ringrunner member? Yes, yeah, like a free member. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I, I've said this, you know, I said it back when they had the HGNet show. Why don't they just put it on their YouTube page. I just don't see... And that way, it, you know, it could go viral. People go, oh, have you seen the latest Ring of Honor and just link them straight to it and they can yeah, watch no it. Login oh, yeah, no login needed. Yeah. That was good or whatever. And, I mean, I just don't see mm. why why they don't do that because they, they use, ring, you know, YouTube well, apart from that, with the video wires and stuff. Yeah. So why not just... Yeah, put it on the Thursday on there. Well, it, even, like, put it on the Friday after the... Even later, yeah. Or maybe, you know, I just don't see... Or even like, on the Saturday. I, mean, I just don't see any reason... I don't know if, you know, there's sort of legal things behind that, but obviously with the HGNet show, that I suppose HGNet wouldn't allow them to do that, but, you know, SBG own, you know, own, own Ringo and own, that's, the, net, own the network. I mean, 
from their standpoint, what's the difference it being on the website or not? I mean, you know, the the TV show itself itself still has adverts. You know, go to the RH store, um, and the, their website doesn't have any ads on it. So it's not like they make money per view on the website, so to speak. So I mean, I think you're completely right. They should just put it on YouTube because it'd just get a lot more. It's a lot easier to view. I mean, a few weeks ago, the TJP Lethal match. Um, there's a friend of mine who uh, is a big fan of wrestling. He used to watch TNA with me, and he watches WWE occasionally now. And I wanted to show him the the uh, TJP Lethal TV title match. But I realized when I was sending him the link, I was like, oh, wait, I've got to give you a login now. And then I had to give him a username and a password so he'd log in to watch it. And it's just, it would have been so much easier if it was just like YouTube. Like, hey, check this out, the first match. It's awesome. Simple. Yeah, it just... As you say, I mean, uh, even though you know this, the whole sign up thing is so small, and we have to, it takes you two minutes. It still, it will still put people off because mm. people are lazy. <laughs> That's just the fact. And, yeah, it? people not, might not want to give their email out and the name. I'm not sure the exact sort of criteria what you need to put in, but yeah, I think they should definitely uh, restructure that. How the sort of mm. how, how easy it is to watch the TV show. Yeah, I think they made a bit of an error on the whole thing, and even with the ringside membership, they've still. You know, they're, they're still advertising things that just haven't happened. Don't exist, I mean, yeah. iPad I know on, discount. Yeah, the iPad view discount is a pretty big one. I, I mean, I think I actually asked Carrie. I mean, I know he's he's not technically anything to do with RH anymore, but I asked him on his, on his Facebook and he didn't respond. And, I, I mean, I don't know if maybe someone needs to email them and ask them what's happened with that. I mean, I just don't see how they can actually implement that on GoFart Live. And, but if they're not, surely they have to... You know, at least tell the fans, you know, sorry for doing this. Here's, I don't know, here's a give all fans, I don't know, $2 discount in the store or something. Just, you know, some, give them, some, yeah, give them something for, um, you know, for announcing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to double check right now and see if they still are promoting that. Because, I'm pretty sure it is. Because, uh, you know, you'd think if they've realised it can't be done or they've changed their mind, they should probably pull that because they shouldn't advertise it and then not actually and offer I, any I, discount. And on the video sort of advertisement they have of the ringside membership, they have, they say a bit where like, um, exclusive uh, web web chats and interviews with wrestlers and. and that's I never mean, happened, does they've, it? They've all all the exclusive a... interviews you ever want are at rhworld.com for free. So. <laughs> yeah, they've never, they've never had any web chats. I think they had one interv- one podcast interview right at the start of the whole ringside membership thing with Nigel McGuinness, and that's the only one they've ever had. Mm. I mean. I mean, if they're going to charge people that, you know, what is it, $60 a year or whatever, I think it's great value, but if people, you know, if they're going to say you you get this and you get this, if they're not getting it, then, you know, it's false advertising. It's just, you know, I'm not sure whether they're still advertising the the iPay-per-view discount. I'm on the page right now and it says exclusive discounts on iPay-per-views. Which um, obviously didn't happen at yeah. Battle, so it also it says access to exclusive interviews slash web chats with wrestlers. Um, they haven't happened. It says no pre-roll ads on other video content. Now I don't know if this this is just me, but I watch the TV show weekly and have not seen any ads on it, even when I was watching it as a free member. Hmm, I don't think I did either. Ability to pre-order new titles and receive them prior to release. I'm not sure if that actually happened. I don't I, think it has. Buy tickets to most events before they go on sale. I think they've done that. Yeah, the tickets has happened, but I'm pretty sure the DVDs are just coming out whenever. I don't think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Ringside members aren't getting them before. Yeah, so they're definitely missing out on a few things, you know, that have been advertised, which is a bit, you know, disappointing that they've announced those things and not sort of delivered. Yeah, I mean, it'd be, yeah, it might be interesting just to see, just contact Ringside and just to see what they say, because. 
Um, I, I know a lot of people were annoyed, with, especially with the pay-per-view discount. Yeah, because I remember there. just before Final Battle on the forum, people were holding out, you know, up until Friday, um, trying to see, you know, are they going to announce the discount last minute? They don't want to order it and then miss the discount. But turns out there wasn't any at all. Mm. That right. was a very long <laughs> answer to, is there a TV show in the UK soon? But Yeah, I think it yeah. sparked a good discussion. Sort there, of went off on a tangent, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> and a couple from our forum. Um, Classic Cabana says, do you think BJ Whitmer's return could have been safe for a surprise appearance at the 10th anniversary show? Um, yeah, possibly. Um, but I think, you know, that their new people would be interested in his return and Lethal has sort of been facing the same guys recently, so I think they just wanted to give him a new opponent to freshen it up a bit. And, uh, you know, they did by giving Whitmer a chance uh, in the proving ground. So I think it makes sense. I mean, I can still see him appearing at the 10th anniversary show because, I mean, I, I still consider that to be sort of, uh, I don't know, I think it's going to be like a, a special show, whereas, you know, maybe it's not completely tied in with sort of yeah, the, the storylines and what happens isn't really going to be reference to on the TV show much like um, Death Before the Sun and Nine yeah it's never existed did it <laughs> no, no not really it's just sort of caught in between the TV show starting and um, it just it, yeah I mean they never I don't, I'm pretty sure they still they never mentioned Ladder War 3 did they? they mentioned it on commentary briefly but it took oh. them a long time to do it yeah uh, right another one from the forum Steen is a god <laughs> he says who should be wrestling Davy for the title in 2012 before Steen takes it off him, obviously? Um, well, Elgin's got his title shot coming up, hasn't he? Um, yeah. I definitely don't want to see Eddie challenge again for a long time. No, um, I don't think he will. I mean, maybe I, Roderick I, could have a title match at some point, but then, then again, that's something we've seen several times. Um, mm. And I know recently they, they said that the world title is going to be defended on both nights at the show of the showdown in the sun. Oh, okay. I mean, do you think they're going to hold hold off on Steen until after then, or do you think? I mean, how can they can you even think of two challenges to have on two different days that wouldn't involve Steen in some capacity? I mean, I suppose you. I think they'll probably keep Elgin until that weekend, and then maybe Roderick, maybe do like a House of Truth like, challenge the... match. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, as you say, who else? I mean, unless they bring someone in. You can't really think of anyone else. I'm not a fan of just bringing someone in and giving them a title shot. I mean, no, I don't think they'll do that. Um, no. So but yeah, pre- I don't know what the, when they're going to give Steen the title shot because we'll have to see what he does on the TV show next week. Because you know what sort of the, are they building to so far with Davy? I mean, he's not really doing anything at this point. I mean, I know it's only been two weeks, but it looks like O'Reilly and Edwards are doing their sort of strange feud. So. Perhaps yeah, Steen and obviously they, they straight had... to the Davy. I, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens next week with Steen. Mm. And obviously they had him and Lethal, and then they're doing that again. So yeah, I think uh, to be honest, they don't really know what to do with him at the moment. They're just trying to fill sort of space until they think it's you the know right time. to sort of pull the trigger on the Davy and Steen match. Because yeah, I've just got a feeling they're going to try and drag it out for as long as possible. And I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they try and drag out for as, as long as maybe Final Battle. I think that'd be too long because, you know, that'd be really long title reign for Davey and you don't want Steen to lose any of his momentum. No, that's true. I just think because, you know, Steen's sort of uh, building a reputation for himself with, you know, Final Battle, the last few shows he's been been on, he's done something special. So I'm not sure whether they'd want to try and keep him winning the title until then. But as you say, how how they'd 
get around. You know, the, so I think the fans have started getting impatient. And mm. I'm not sure who they'd get to, who else they'd get to sort of face Davy. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with it. But uh, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they do try and wait for that long. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's it uh, for this week. On um... oh wait, no, we have another one from at Denim Dave. He says. Uh, what do you think about the 10th anniversary uh, iPay-per-view? That's a very wide question. Didn't we discuss this uh, when the paper was announced? I mean, what does he mean? Does he mean the matches or the fact that there's three in March? I don't know. He just asked that. Maybe he means talk about all of it, I guess. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, think we'll know, I don't know what to comment, really. I don't we've, think we'll talk about the specific matches. But, I mean, we've I mean, talked I said, about the I mean, match. I mean, we've said, I think, a couple of weeks ago, it's a bit confusing having three pay-per-views in March might be a bit much for some people but I'm not too sure what else to say honestly no I mean you know the matches they haven't announced many yet but I, mean, I think they'll probably have a, a quite quite a few on that will just sort of happen on the night because I think they'll be bringing in a few guys sort of from ring one of past you know but maybe have them in come in for one show and you know do have a special kind of match and um, I, th- I think it's It'll be quite an interesting event because, you know, as I said, I don't think it's going to be completely sort of scheduled on sort of the storylines, and I don't think there's going to be many sort of, you know, matches that sort of tie in. So, mm. in that aspect, I think it could be quite interesting just to see, you know, what matches they come up with and who they bring in. Yeah. Um. And obviously, yeah, you have got the three i pay per views in March. I think the the only the good thing that they've done is obviously been the the tenth anniversary on ten dollars, isn't it? Yeah. And do we know? <laughs> I love the they... um, the promo on the TV show by the Briscoes. Like, I don't know if it's nine ninety nine, nine ninety five. You just said it's ten bucks. Like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the are they doing the package deal for the showdown in the sun event? Yeah, both for twenty dollars. Right. I mean, thirty dollars for three. Fantastic three great shows when you've got. I don't know. I mean, I think John said it was about eighty dollars for dollars It's something ridiculous, HG. yeah. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. So, uh, but still, you know, a lot of people that are casual fans and will will just buy WrestleMania every year and might not want to pay another additional thirty on wrestling in that month. That's one negative, you know, you could say about it. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, you'd always get that, and but uh, you know that they've they've always done the the WrestleMania sort of double shots. So, mm. and it's I mean, with it being you know, at the start of March, you've almost got a whole month, haven't you, sort of in between. So I suppose I think Ring of Honor are just hoping that people just sort of get over the 10th anniversary and uh, are willing to pay out for the uh, Shredding in the Sun shows as well. Yeah. Is that the uh, last question then? Um, yeah, it is, yeah. Well, uh, thank you to everyone who sent those in. Uh, we really do, really do appreciate it. You can send them in any time during the week and we'll be uh, sure to discuss them on the show. Um, thank you to uh, Stephen for joining me. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure John will be back with us next week. Uh, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's show. Um, be sure to send any feedback on the show. Just do any of the methods that I said earlier. Um, and we will see you all next week for episode 20.